You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Oneofus.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. And it's here. It's time for us to talk about our predictions for the Oscar winners this weekend. Uh, oh my goodness, it's happening so quickly. <laughs> uh, yeah, because you know everyone knows the Oscars sped up their schedule to try and you know I don't know why. Why, why did they speed up their schedule? Does anyone know? They don't need a host anymore. I probably it's probably more efficient prep time now. Yeah, I would imagine so. I mean, <laughs> literally all they do is just go, yeah, uh, here are the winners, here are the nominees, all that kind of stuff, and we're done. <laughs> But uh, it certainly made a hassle for everyone else to get their stuff done before, which I think the Indie Spirit Awards are going to announce their winners the day before the Oscars do. So that'll be fun. Damn. Yeah. Nice. So I think by by the time this recording comes up, it'll be Friday uh, for everyone to listen to this one. So, hey, plenty of time for us to prep and get ready and to talk about who we think are going to, you know, who's going to win the big prizes. But it's not just me alone. I also have over here, Doggett. Doggett. I have over here, Bradley. Hello. And then I have Nathan. Dog it. <laughs> and then we also and then we also have Alex again on with us. Hey guys. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I'll try not to be breathy stranger this time. <laughs> uh so yeah, before we go on to the predictions though, I have a couple new stories cuz obviously it's been a while since a proper like overall discussion recording and there was a few things that happened since then. Uh first of all, Something funny happened today. Now, you know the whole debacle with the Iowa caucus that happened? Of course, no. I'm from Something Iowa. about everyone announced themselves the winner is what I got out of it? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, there wasn't quite a scandal on that level, but there was a bit of a kerfuffle over the Oscars prediction website. Because, you know, they closed the ballot voting, I believe, either today or yesterday. And what happened was people could do a prediction website to tweet, you know tweet out who they think were going to win in the major categories. But apparently it was still linked to the Oscars' main Twitter page, so they thought that the Oscars accidentally revealed the winners in one of their tweets <laughs> with that one. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Yeah. Did Pete Buttigieg win Best Actor in a Leading Role? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the tweet that they sent out there, because it was this one prediction here, almost all of them, except for a few, are... Mostly my predicted winners reach category two, so I'm like, oh, I was right on a bunch of those. <laughs> but <laughs> they since took that down. They apologized. Like, look, that was a slip up. Somebody voted that and submitted it through our Twitter feed. Don't worry, that's not the actual winners. Huh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> but, Funny thing I don't is. know. I like this action right now. What's everybody's bets? <laughs> are we are we doing bets? I'm feeling like Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems. Can we put money down on this? <laughs> Yes, they're, Let's do this. They're, they're gonna write in him. Everybody's just gonna write in on an empty six slot there. Adam Sandler. I'm feeling so fucking jacked right now. Justin, I bet you I had the prize. <laughs> I no. <laughs> come on, come on. Can we gamble? No, he clearly doesn't gamble if he doesn't even take a rhetorical bet. <laughs> I got my apartment window. It is actually against my religion put to gamble. All of my cash from today waiting in, in a duffel bag and toss it outside. It wasn't even nominated. I don't know why I'm referencing. Nathan, I bet you your least favorite sibling. <laughs> oh man. 
<laughs> oh boy, they're probably listening. <laughs> um, so also just to go quickly, love you, Molly. <laughs> to go quickly Aww, here, there's a couple guild cute. winners. Um, so there was the Art Direction Guild winners, and it was quite a varied list here. So for let's see, fantasy sets, it was Avengers uh, Endgame, which you know, impressive set work on that. Uh, oh, for a period piece film, it was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and then for a contemporary film, it was Parasite. Huh. Yeah. I can't. I still can't believe they built that house for Parasite. Oh, for so it, it wasn't a complete building house because we actually looked at the behind the scenes. They built a big chunk of it, and then they used CG to expand upon it, and then the rest of it inside was filmed on a soundstage. Oh, then fuck that movie. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Those cheaters. But it's... Uh, I mean, two popes did rebuild the Sistine Chapel, but bigger. Uh, so also, <laughs> I, I also looked at it behind the scenes. That wasn't a complete rebuild either. A bunch of that CG. God I don't damn understand. it. CG why, why is that good, man, that we money, can't dude. tell the difference nowadays with certain movie movies. Movie magic is this about is saving money. This is what Martin money, Scorsese is saying about cinema. <laughs> yeah. Oh did those CG artists lay on their back to redo the Sistine Chapel? <laughs> <laughs> That would be they great. Exploit and pay a starving artist to do God's work. Yeah, <laughs> no. there's no way they would have actually gotten <laughs> into the, the. way. There's no way they could have gotten to the proper Sistine Chapel to film all those sequences. So, well, of course not, and that would probably would have been a scandal if they did. If you think about it, <laughs> yeah, that would have pissed off somebody, is what I'm saying. Yeah, what if they added air conditioning? Those bastards. <laughs> having been having been through some of those chapels, yes, they need air conditioning badly because it's i went there during a summer and there were like hundreds of people it was blistering hot outside and crowded so i'm just like i was i was i almost died before i got out there i wonder if you have to be catholic to play the pope that just sounds like a childish gambino concert (laughs) (laughs) um so also just kind of cool here for television they also gave prizes to chernobyl the recent season of mrs Maisel, russian doll and umbrella academy for set work so who's had a better year amazon or hbo um both (laughs) pretty much yeah they've been some they've had some hitters and actually that's a good segue into this next one here because it was there's the director's guild as well uh, that happened and i mean no shock because just like there's some very predictable winners this year because sam mendes took the top prize for directing this year and i personally think it was deserved because he was really really good directing 1917 still gotta watch it I don't know what a director does when the film is mostly walking. <laughs> dude, no, dude, the stuff it's they had to okay. backseat the, director Bradley. The stuff they had yeah, to really do to do coordinate nineteen seventeen. I'm being totally serious. I need to. I need to like sit down and really learn what a director does. Okay, Bradley, go look at the behind the scenes footage. Look at the Just behind the scenes behind him. What are you even doing? Okay, Bradley, go look at the behind the scenes footage for nineteen seventeen. When you look at the scale of work that needs to be done for building the sets. Or directing all the action between the sets, making it simulated to be one single take, all the different action sequences and the lighting stuff. Sam Mendes directed the frig out of that movie. You know? Yeah, or, behind the scenes I, I thing I see a... is Sam Mendes shows up and he's like, Welcome to the behind the scenes. I'm here to talk about the amazing Roger Deakins for half an hour. And Roger Deakins says, Oh, Sam, talk about yourself. And he's like, No, I'm going to talk about you, man. You're a genius. I know you're a genius. And well, then it goes on like this. It's just Sam Mendes in a golf cart uh, slowly forcing <laughs> these two actors to walk for an hour and a half. Walk <laughs> faster. Bradley, if you want a more entertaining way to find out what a director does, sit down and watch Once Upon a Time in the West by Sergio Leone. And okay. And then come back to me. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, they're, they're, right. a director actually does a lot more than you think, even with that joke. What was that? That one year Seth MacFarlane made the jokes like, ah, yes, best director, the award for the guy who gets to sit in the chair and watch other people make a movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first, first unit director's like, you piece of shit. <laughs> right? Um, but also cool, you know, where you're talking about HBO, Docket, the two winners for television directing this year um, were for, you know, dramatic series and for limited series. For dramatic series, it was Nicole Cassell for Watchmen for the pilot episode. Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 And then for limited series, it was Johan Rank for uh, Chernobyl. So, yeah, they're doing pretty good for themselves this year. Well, those were your two favorite TV shows. Oh, Chernobyl was, right? Just yeah, well, Chernobyl was favorite. my favorite, but I know Nathan yeah. Watchman was his favorite, so. Oh, yeah. Watchman was my favorite, but I'm I completely divided on one of the one. three people who hasn't seen Chernobyl. Oh, you gotta get on that. Yeah, that that show's amazing. But also a a first-time achievement prize was given to Alma Harrell for Honey Boy, which she did a very good job directing that movie, too. I still haven't seen that one either. Oh, it's great. Has that been released yet, like on video? Uh, I think it's coming to Amazon Prime shortly, uh, you know, for, for like, like, like streaming and such. Um, also, Bill Hader won for directing Barry, the Ronnie Lilly episode. Yes, he did. Oh, cool. Hell yeah. The Ronnie Lilly episode is fantastic. Alex actually just finished binging all of Barry. Yeah, was that the episode? Was that the Taekwondo episode? Uh, yeah, the one where he fights the the, the karate (laughs) dude and his daughter. Yeah. Barry? Who did the... Shoot her. <laughs> Who did Uncut Gems? What were those directors called? The Safety Brothers. The Safety Brothers. They need to cast Bill Hader in something. Oh yeah, they do. Maybe. Um, but then also, uh, just one funny thing I thought was interesting too that uh, because he's one of the greatest commercial and music video directors ever, Spike Jones also won a prize for directing a commercial for Squarespace. So because nice. <laughs> yeah, dude, Spike wow. Jones is one of the greats. So that's awesome. Let me see uh, Spike. And then quickly here for the Writers Guild now. Here's something interesting is that Parasite won for Best Original Screenplay, uh, which is awesome and totally deserved. Now, the catch, though, is that Quentin Tarantino wasn't eligible for this prize because he's not part of the Writers Guild. So it's not definite that he's not going to win the original screenplay, but there's competition. He never signed up. He's against uh, the Writers Guild, personally. Why? Because they, like, don't like the way he uses the N-word, man. No, it, even back in Pulp Fiction, he wasn't part of it. He has something with unions and guilds and that stuff, so he's not a part of those. Yeah, everybody hates the unions when they Business get that owners sweet, do sweet not money. like unions. I guess. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. He has, he, he has his reasons. But for adapted screenplay, it was Jojo Rabbit. So I am nice. so happy about that. Yeah, me too. I love Jojo Take Rabbit. Take that, Jack. Oh, he's not here. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, do you hear that, Jack? I am so happy that Jojo Rabbit won Best Adapted. <laughs> what a this year it is. Valid, like guys. Jojo? Oh, dude, you, you you won't have enough time to listen to our whole <laughs> our whole gathering podcast. Oh my god! At what point no, not gathering. It was I on the, we did that through Eye on the Prize. To be fair, but <laughs> okay, it was it was an Eye on the Prize gathering. version of the gathering. Yes, yes, yes. There you go. Say it right. No, but uh, yeah, what a year it is. Where like all the controversial films are getting Oscar wins, like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Joker, Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> Um, Six Underground. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Knives Out got a nod. It's almost like Swiss Army Man came out too soon. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I love that movie. It's like it, it, it waited has... two more years. It would have been a bigger deal. I don't know. If Swiss Army Man would have been controversial. Like Paul Dano. But yeah. Oh come on. Who doesn't like Paul Dano? Riddle me this. Who doesn't like <laughs> Paul Dano? <laughs> well, but I like also Paul Dano. I don't um, think the, the television likes him. Oh sorry. Go ahead. 
No, that's it. I was just saying they need to lay off Paul Dano. He's put out brilliant work, and they always ignore it. That's all I'm saying. Best well, at least, at least he's got Batman to help him get some street cred. So. <laughs> Don't bully me, Doggett. But um, also, the television winners for Writers Guild were Succession for Best Drama Series, which, wow, that's pretty cool. I need to watch Hell that yeah. show. That's another one everybody tells me you to watch. You haven't watched Succession? Jeremy Strong killed it in Gentlemen. Dude, I don't... I don't watch as much TV. I just watch Better Call Saul and then get mad at everybody for not watching that. <laughs> because they're mad at you because you don't watch anything else. Yeah. Um, but then also for comedy series, Barry won, which, awesome. Barry's Ooh, fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Uh, for new series, they, Watchmen won. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. Uh, is it new miniseries or just new series? Oh, new new because the original long form, which is I guess their miniseries prize, was Chernobyl. So, or I'm sorry for original Ooh. long form, they have two separations. Because uh, then adapted long form was Fosse Burton. So, yeah, most of my favorite stuff that was the best written television of the year is all up there. So that's good. What do you have an anybody issue here? with Fosse Burton for? Yeah, has anybody seen Fosse Burton? Yeah. I haven't, no, but I, haven't. I know people who really like that show. Like, how do you spell that? F O S S E forward slash V E R D O N. Other one season shows. Oh, sorry. Has HBO released any other one season shows? There's trying to be like. I mean, Watchmen, Chernobyl, and Fosse Burton are all one season. So. Hmm. Well, I mean, it guess depends on if you consider a one season show or a limited series, because all limited series are one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, limited series. Oh, they have tons. They have won the limited series. They won limited series prize a bunch over the years. Because even um, Angels in America is HBO, so. Oh, cool. Yeah. Now, yeah, go through the catalog. They do a lot of miniseries that are fantastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, but then the big one to lead into our predictions, which this more often correlates with a lot of categories than not, was the BAFTAs. <coughs> so. BAFTA. I mean, the big thing here was that 1917 swept a bunch of categories. It won seven prizes, including Best Picture, Best Director, uh, sound, cinematography, production design, and visual effects. Cool. Yeah, so that one's going to be a big one to beat for technical categories and possibly for the big categories. But yeah, it... jo uh, Joker also won three for music, casting, which is a BAFTA category, and then best actor, of course. Huh. I'm kind of surprised at gonna... casting. Can Sorry, you really win well, with one actor? Well, no, because casting? casting is a actual job that's really important because, you know... Picking the right person is an important is an important situation. So, hey, you got a problem with uh, Shay Wiggum? <laughs> Which that is interesting because, like, yeah, for I mean, the cast in Joker is great. They're all in it for about three minutes apiece outside of Walking Phoenix, but well, it's a very oh, yeah, character-driven the, movie. Yeah. And then they kind of are all inconsequential and pointless. I I don't think pointless. I mean, inconsequential, <laughs> debatably, but. Um, but yeah, there was a bunch of other prizes scattered about. Uh, one I felt was, it, I mean, again, when we get into the acting, pretty much I think we know who all the actors are going to be who win the top prizes there. Because literally they've won every single guild for that stuff. Um, but the one that actually took me by surprise, Klaus won for animated film. Yeah. Yeah. Why shouldn't it? Why is that surprising? Well, because... Animated film has been such a scattered thing, and before, um, oh gosh, what was it? Uh, oh yeah, before like Missing Link and Toy Story were the ones that were predicted, and then out of nowhere in the last month or so, Klaus is beginning an upswell in support because then it won almost all of its any nominations. No, it won all of its any nominations was nominated for at that category. So cool. yeah, 
So, I'm an uncultured swine. I, I have a quick question about the BAFTAs. Okay. Uh, are they, like, famous for not, like, nominating people of color for stuff? Okay. Or, like, what's what Joaquin Phoenix talking about? So, okay, the problem was, I mean, it's not a historical thing, but this case, yes, all the nominees for acting this year were white. And, you know, it's interesting with Joaquin Phoenix talking about that, because it, it's... I would say that he actually did it very tactfully, addressing it, where it's like, look, it's not cool... It's, you know, it sends a bad message. I'm not going to, you know, say I'm not part of this because it's my fault too, but we should give a chance to recognize people of color. And I think that's a fair point, absolutely, you know? Hell yeah. Like, and he also said, like, well, he said too, it's like, it's not a handout. It shouldn't be a handout, but it should actually recognize actually great performances, so. Lupita was nominated for nothing? She's British. Uh, She was, well, well, yeah, she is British, but she was up for the Screen Actors Guild, but not for uh, the BAFTA. That's weird. I, I was super excited that Antonio Banderas got nominated. Oh, yeah. No, dude, that's apparently... I still have not seen Pain and Glory yet, but that's like his best performance, apparently, or one of his top ones. It is. Alex is the only person I know who has seen Pain and Glory. Oh, man. Normally, his performances are so over the top, but in this one, he's just incredibly understated in he, a way that I'd never seen him before. He works well, best in Spanish-language films, and especially films with Pedro <laughs> Maldivar. Like, that's his... <laughs> Has he been in the Guillermo del Toro movie yet? Uh, no, not yet. So. Damn, I that's a wasted so. opportunity. I know, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, and most of the other categories are scattered. But let's just skip past that and talk about the predictions. Da, 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 da. So, we'll just do like SpongeBob. Just go on for like another minute or two. All right, let's do it. Um, so why don't we shotgun the short film categories? Cause we have it. Okay. Admittedly to everybody here, normally we try to get the, uh, screeners for the short films and stuff. They didn't send anything this year to us. I don't know why. Was it a week year? I don't know. Like, cause they're actually showing in my local indie theater here in Idaho. So I guess just, I don't know why they just, <laughs> did they not listen to our podcast where we reviewed all of them? I'm just saying. They're yeah, showing them at the draft house at the that. same time as the Oscars. So it's like, that's <laughs> counterintuitive. I think the problem was with all the scheduling stuff with the Oscars speeding ahead their deadline that normally yeah. their planned schedule for when they release this stuff was totally thrown out of whack. So that's a bummer. But uh, short animated category, I'm just going to go first. Huh. Now, most of these, the animated ones, you can actually find on YouTube from what I experienced. You know, like there's a lot of them on there. I will say personally that I think it's going to be Hair Love. But Kitbull will be my Me second, because I know Lexi picked uh, Kitbull. Hair love. That's going to be hair love. All right. Uh, uh, Nathan? Alex? Uh, I oh, mean, I haven't sure, seen any of these, so... <laughs> Throw a dartboard. Sure, That's yeah. how I do it, so... <laughs> All right. They, they just yeah. invited a kid in who 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 was got suspended for not cutting his, his hair. That's going to be good. I'm going go to go with hair love for animated short film, and I'm going to go... You know what? For live action short film, I'm going to go with Saria. Okay. Um, well then, uh, yeah, actually, yeah, then, well, what about for live, I mean, short, uh, form documentary? Uh, in the absence. Okay. Uh, let's see, Alex, <laughs> for th- those short categories, what are you going to pick? For document short subject? Uh, all three of the short categories there. Okay. So, hair love, for sure, because I'm a long-haired, freaky person. <laughs> uh, li- live action short film. Maybe Brotherhood? How's one of those truer than the other? With the <laughs> I, I don't know, man. 
<laughs> but for documentary sort short sort subject, uh, walk run cha cha. Aren't these all fun titles? <laughs> for those yeah, walk, run, I just wanted cha-cha. to say that one out loud. <laughs> well then, Doggett, why don't you fill out the rest for uh, short live action and short documentary? Short live action and short documentary. <laughs> Best short documentary. I want to say, I think, I think, uh, uh, Walk Run Cha Cha uh, is gonna do very well. <laughs> and then uh, live yeah, action. For, breakfast. for live action, hmm. You know, yeah, indeed. <laughs> Come on, pick one. Just, just spin the wheel. Which one does it land on? You know, you gotta take some careful uh, con- consideration here, Justin. Best live action short. Okay, so probably Brotherhood. Okay, uh, then Bradley, your picks for those three. Okay, well, obviously for live action short, it's uh, Saria. Obviously, you know that's the one with the biggest message that the Academy would want to push to show that they're progressive, mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing. <laughs> I don't want to sound like an asshole here. Uh, best documentary short: Learning to skateboard in a war zone. If you're a girl. That has a very pro or anti-war message. Uh, of course, skateboarding right now, documentarians are in love with. So the art of that is present. And also, it's been winning a lot of the other things it's been nominated for. Animated feature, Hair Love. That was my favorite picture book last year I read to the kids. Of course, I did. And, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then for me, I mentioned Hair Love for animated short. Um Short film live action, I'm going to pick A Sister, just to go against the grain here. But I've heard a lot of great stuff about that one, too. Uh, I know Lexi picked Neighbor's Window, because, again, we just kind of spun the wheel on that one. But then, documentary short, in my experience, the longest or weirdest name wins in this category. So I'm going with learning to skateboard in a war zone. But uh, Lexi also picked St. Louis Superman. So, that's cool. <laughs> that one's the coolest title, for sure. Oh, yeah, I like that one. It, it rolls out the tongue really nicely, too. Yeah. Uh, St. Louis Superman. So then for Best Documentary Feature, uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Forsama. That's the only one I've seen, but that was just so good. I, I, I can't see that not being a major contender for that category. Uh, mm. This is a tough one. Yeah. American Factory, that's probably the most important documentary right now. The most important as I straighten my monocle. I don't, a lot of these uh, are that very... should be an award. All these Wouldn't are most important. just so blunt? Just <laughs> most important documentary. <laughs> but the and edge the of democracy, I feel the people who didn't even watch them will vote for. Because they're like, oh, don't we care about that? Isn't democracy important? Let's vote for that. God so damn it, really Brownie. I was about to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so is that your pick too, uh, Doggett? No, my, the cave is my fave. Okay, uh, have you actually because seen it? Because that rhymed. Okay, now I'm gonna throw some in to the American factory workers out there. All right, and then Alex. Right. I'm gonna go with the cave as well because it's one vowel away from being the cove, which also won best documentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, high five. What's the cave about? I've never even heard of that one. It's about a cave. Uh, so the cave is also a Sy- a Syrian documentary. It's about a hospital, or I think a hospital or a care group being run by a bunch of women in Syria, and so it's about both the war in Syria and the sexism within the system there. Oh, then I, wow. I definitely picked the winner. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, you never know. Uh, so I'm going to ask, for any initial feature, is it possible for anybody to beat Parasite for that one, or is that just unanimous? 
well, come on. There has to be at least a little bit of a debate. Give them a chance, guys. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll say this. Pain and Glory was spectacular. Okay. Pa- was it Parasite? It doesn't have the same buzz as Parasite. It wasn't Parasite, but it was it was very touching, and it was super personal to both Antonio Banderas and Pedro Almodovar because they've shared a career for however long. Mm-hmm. So is that what you're putting money on, Pain and Glory? No, I'm putting money on Parasite. <laughs> so it's, it's the only one anybody is talking about. Yeah. I so, just wanted to give some love to Pain and Glory again. Hey, hey I, no, I I, I'm going to see it. Brown. I'm going to see it whenever I get a chance. I really want to see that one, so... Or are you going to rewatch Parasite? If, if you went to a theater and they had Parasite and Pain of Glory, which are you walking into? Well, funny thing. I actually just bought Parasite on Blu-ray and rewatched it with my mom, and she loved it. My question stands. Yeah? So, again. I'm going to Pain and Glory. All right. Because I know I'll see Parasite again. <laughs> <laughs> you might never watch this other movie again. I right. want you to understand that all the Omaldivar films are the stickiest out of my movie collection with Alex. Oh my god, you can't... What's, Nathan, what's you and your masturbation jokes, stop it! Why did I just hear that? Can I unhear things? <laughs> I don't do that to You just live movies. in a goo mansion. Uh, Alright, Bradley, any last thoughts before we move on on that one? Just Black Swan. On, on which thing? The documentary? No, we can No, Nathan's come. No, International American Feature. Factory is what I chose. Yeah, but anyway. Oh, international oh, feature, feature, parasite. No, parasite. Parasite, parasite yeah. all the way. I already, I marked down parasite before this was even printed. The <laughs> the printer just knew, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, then for animated film, again, onward. Uh, you know, I'm gonna say, uh, I think it's a wrap. I think Klaus is gonna win that. Oh, did one. we lose Justin? <laughs> Sorry. Hey, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, we yeah, can I hear think you. We now. lost you just for a moment. Okay, that always happens. I don't know what happens. It's always funny when we lose you because you keep going. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, well, no one can tell. <laughs> no one can tell me. <laughs> it's like those old commercials. We, can you hear me now? We got you halfway through, and you said, "I think Klaus is gonna win that one." <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. Let me try again. So, for animated feature, you know, I think Klaus is gonna win this one. It's getting an upswell all of a sudden, and honestly, of these ones that I've seen, which I've seen. Half of these, that one was my favorite. Why is How to Turn Your Dragon on this? Because people love that movie. I mean, they love the series, but they don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't win the first time around, which or the, is or the second time. That so. first How to second Train Your question, Dragon. Why is, a is Missing Link on this list? Wait, did How to Train Your Dragon come out in 2010 or 2011? 2010. 2010. Yeah. Okay, no, it it was not a crime. Rango came out. Oh wait, no, Rango came out 2011. Okay, never no. mind. Uh, Toy Story three. Rango Toy Story three came out. How to Train Your Dragon. A crime. So. Uh, what a, it would suck if Toy Story 4 beat out How to Train Your Dragon again. <laughs> you know, Toy Story 4 isn't as beloved as... I liked it. Uh, no, I, I was going to say, it's a good movie, but it's not as universally beloved as all the other Toy Story films were those years. Yeah. It was because they're I... still dehydrated from the third movie. <laughs> um, oh gosh. But yeah, so, uh, Docket, who are you going to pick? Hmm, man, my instincts, my, my old school instincts want to go Pixar, but I'll be honest, I think Klaus probably has the best chance. All right, uh, Bradley. Uh, Klaus won't win because the liberals hate Christmas. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to stick with Missing Link for the upset and hope that it's not a Pixar buy. Yeah, I mean, Missing Link did win the Golden Globe for this one. Doesn't mean it's going to win, but that is at least a thing in its favor for that one. Ooh, well, what I want to win is I lost my body, but I'm thinking oh. Missing Link. I was about to say the same 40% thing. 40% want... of I lost my body should win. <laughs> I want I lost my body to win, but I think it's going to be Klaus. All right, and then Alex? Uh, unfortunately, the only one that I, these that I got to see was I lost my body, and uh, I really enjoyed it. 
but I don't I don't think it's gonna win. Uh, I really wanted to see Toy Story Four because of that silly spork. You don't have Disney Plus. Uh, well, hey, you, you can go to Galaxy's Edge and pay eleven dollars to buy a spork now. So, <laughs> oh man, oh well, shit. <laughs> oh, but those are those are some classy sporks right there. They yeah, you can't throw shit. those ones Problem away. Problem solved. <laughs> uh, I'm always gonna throw a bone for claymation, so missing link. All right. I mean, hey, that's why Laika keeps getting nominated because nobody else does claymation like they do, and they are some of the best. Like they they are some of the best people to do claymation anywhere. So this better not be there. Oh, we should have given you an award for this movie, so we're gonna give you for this. It shouldn't, cause I mean, they should have won for Kubo and the Two Strings. You know, honestly, but. They shouldn't, but that seems to be what the Oscars are anymore. Yeah, it really depends. But uh, moving on from there, so best original yeah. song. Uh, okay, so our podcast should be coming out. I mean, it should be out by before this, by the time you guys hear it. But we reviewed the best original song and score categories with uh, Bradley, Nathan, and Lorenzo. We reviewed the shit out of them. And most of these songs sucked, <laughs> so I'm going to pick Rocket Band because all the other songs were terrible. Uh, or, or I'm gonna go with Rocket Man as well, repeating my other thoughts. Also, Lexi was on that review as well. Yes, so. she was. So, <laughs> and she would have been on this Great one. Great job! Well, I know Justin. Max's answer. Oh right, because <laughs> if, if Frozen unknown. Two wins, if that wins, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man, that that whole thing with Max. Oh. <laughs> Oh man! Um, but best Disney movie ever made. So then, Nathan, uh, what's your pick? <laughs> oh, mine was uh, Rocket Man. All right, uh, Alex. I also really want Rocket Man to win, and I, I I think it will because I'm confident that it will. Uh, all right, then. It's Doggett. not much of a competition, but yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, Doggett? I think Bohemian Rhapsody ruined Rocket Man's chances for anything, so I'm gonna give it to Frozen Two. Okay, and then Bradley. See, I wanted to be edgy on this, too, and say something else. But I just can't go against what actually sounds good and I can re-listen to, so I'm sticking with Rocket Man as well. All right. Uh, best original score, I mean, honestly, I mean, 1917 is a upset one that could possibly win, but Joker has literally won every single prize in this category and all the other shows, so I'm going to give it to Joker. Mm. Rise of Skywalker, you know, guys. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't even remember the the score for Marriage Story. I didn't watch 1917. Haven't watched L- Little Women, so by default, I feel like I got to give this to Joker. Fair enough, uh, Bradley. I've seen all of these. I think all of these scores, maybe if they were spread throughout time, could win pretty easily. But. Joker is what I want to win and what I think should win as well. Yes, yeah. man, I, I wish practically time a perfect score. Pitch. It's it's an impossible musical arrangement to really sell how brilliant this movie is, at least for that moment. Yeah, I, man, I, I wish you were on the rest of the uh, music podcast with us for the score section. I would have loved to hear your thoughts on those. So I know, I said, yeah, work is work. You were you know. only on for the lame portion. <laughs> I know, I feel so bad about that. <laughs> Uh, but I gotta also go with Joker. All right, and then Alex. It's fantastic. Uh, I think it's a Newman versus Newman situation, and I think Thomas might win. Although Randy may beat him with experience. Okay. Uh, so Bradley, though, I just gotta ask since you weren't on that part, which of these fives was your personal favorite score? Uh, the Joker's was. Okay. There you go. All right. Cool. Uh, then for best makeup and hairstyling. Again, this situation that I haven't seen this movie, but it's literally won every prize with this category, so I'm going with Bombshell. 
Oh, I Ooh, thought you were going to say Maleficent, Mistress of that. Evil. Yeah, no, the fact that they could turn uh, Charlie Theron into Megan Kelly so seamlessly, I'm just like, wow, that was <laughs> that was pretty impressive. Uh, but then, yeah, so Doggett, are you going with that one? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go for that one. All right, and then Nathan? Bombshell, yeah, for sure. All right, uh, Alex? Oh, definitely Bombshell. All right, and then uh, Bradley? Yeah, I think that's the only thing anybody talks about regarding this film, which is weird considering Charlize Theron always gives magnetic performances, but bombshell. These these movies like they they don't they don't stir up much like like talk and when they come out like they kind of just come and go. This Vice, uh the one with Christian Bale and Ryan Gosling. Oh, wait, well, Christian Bale and Ryan Gosling. The Big Shot. The Big Short, the Big, the short. big short. Oh, the Big Short. The Big Short. Yeah, well, that one was not for makeup, but yeah, but um, but yeah, no. Normally, this is kind of a thing. Like, makeup is a great category, but it doesn't seem like it's kind of like the also ran for a lot of people. I mean, I gotta say, if Bombshell doesn't win this year, it definitely next year we or this year. No, it'd be next year. I think we have a chance of Charlize Theron winning in another movie for her haircut in a Fast and Furious <laughs> Nine. The one that she picked, apparently. I'm assuming so. Let's not forget that Suicide Squad won makeup and hairstyling. And apparently all the stuff next uh, for the next movie are going to be practical, so it could be up again for that category. <laughs> um, best visual effects. This one is a hard one because I can never predict the Academy's like mindset behind this, although I do know they tend to not pick Marvel movies for this, but I'm going to go against my better judgment and still say Avengers Endgame. I don't know why. So, uh, Bradley, what do you think? Um, let's see. Visual effects. They just love not giving out awards to the Avengers. You know? <laughs> they I'm get off on it. Say... You guys made $2 billion? Well, too bad. No Oscars for yeah. you. Take your $2 billion and go buy some visual effects that are practical. <laughs> go underpay your SFX artist. <laughs> yeah. I'm you guys ever with... heard about the Tron VFX snub? Uh, for Tron Legacy? No, I haven't. No, for the original Tron where they said that uh, it oh. was cheating because they used a computer. <laughs> <laughs> so they wow. never got over it. Is it a conspiracy? Oh, 30 years Tons. ago? <laughs> uh, 1917. I'm sticking with 1917 because visually I can't get it out of my head. Yeah, to be uh, fair, that won the visual really effects prize of the BAFTAs. So. So. Yeah, it won the visual effects prize of the BAFTAs, so it's very possible. Uh, oh, good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Doggett? Well, best visual effects, right? Uh, yes. Ooh. No, not Lion King, not Rise of Skywalker, 1917. Hmm. You know what? I'm, I'm going to go outside the green. I'm going to give this to Irishman. Okay. Uh, actually, Lexi put that on her ballot, too. So. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, Nathan? I'm going to side with Doggett and uh, pick the Irishman. <laughs> I'm surprised you picked the Irishman for anything, Doggett. Well, I, I'll give it to that. Like, they did a really good job of making 70-year-old Robert De Niro look like 40-year-old Robert De Niro. <laughs> I was just going to say that same joke, too. <laughs> when he was 20 Until he old. busted a guy up. <laughs> but I don't imagine think they, back then, I don't that's think what they 20 20-year-olds look like, actually. I will I say, know. their work on Al Pacino was fantastic. Yeah, he was the best of the de-aging, for sure. Because um, he doesn't look like he's about to die like the other two. <laughs> Have you still, looked at Al Pacino lately? Yeah, he looks pretty spry. He looks like kicking a step. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alex, then. 
Uh, I'm going to give visual effects to 1917 because yeah. it looks like they put Roger Deakins in his camera in a Rube Goldberg machine and filmed it. Okay. Uh, you know, that's the thing. I There's no consistent winner for visual effects, so it's really anybody's game, I would say. You know? I was going to almost pick Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker just because I think they might do it and that'll be the one that everybody gets upset about. I almost think that no, they might give it to... sound mixing. I might, they might almost give it to Lion King, but, I mean, that would also be a very controversial pick. So, Because of how boring those effects are? Yep. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, best sound editing and sound mixing. You know, I know most people couldn't tell you what sound editing versus sound mixing is. From my knowledge, sound editing is a lot of stuff that happens, uh, you know, like audio levels and post-production work. And sound mixing is a mixture of stuff recorded on set and then stuff also done for, like, mixing layers of sounds behind the scenes, which is a separate job, to be fair. Uh, But I think for both, I'm seeing a victory for 1917 in both categories, personally. I'm going to go outside of the box and go with Ford v. Ferrari for both. Uh, that would be my second, but yeah, that, that would be a good one. Mm, yeah. Ford v. Ferrari, yeah. The, the, yeah, that's that's. I feel like that's luck. Okay. Uh, Alex? Yeah, I was going to say Ford v. Ferrari because you can like feel those cars and it's not like distracting. Nice. I feel like my theater upgraded the sound or something because my seat vibrated. <laughs> yeah. It, it reminded me of the time that I saw a movie the same time that Rush came out, and all I could hear during the movie was Rush in the theater next door. <laughs> the movie is D-Box without the D-Box. <laughs> Did Rush win anything? <laughs> oh, sorry? No. It should have. It should have, but it didn't. Yeah. Well, then, uh, uh, Bradley. I'm sticking with 1917 on this as well. <laughs> all right, for both categories, for mixing and editing. That is right. I don't think they ever split those, do they? Oh, they do. Uh, a rival won best editing, but Bohemian Rap. No, not Bohemian Rhapsody. What, what was up for best sound mixing that year? But yeah, it, it was Bohemian be- Rhapsody won one film editing, mixing, and sound. Right? Yeah, and but, best actor. Yeah, yeah but sometimes they, there, there are singular wins. Sometimes, like uh, Dark Knight won best sound editing, but Slumdog Millionaire won for mixing that year. So probably because of Jaiho. Uh, I was going <laughs> to say the same thing. <laughs> are we that in tune with each other? That we can start predicting jokes that people will make. <laughs> Yeah, and that is a this is a tough one though because I agree. Whenever a car is in a movie, that that's like a sound editor and mixer's dream to really blend in the feeling of standing next to those cars. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. sticking with 1917. Though it gives you yeah. an effect that eight Fast and Furious movies kind of get it, but they don't really get it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey man, Fast and Furious five. But for me personally, uh, I think Ford v Ferrari is definitely going to win best film editing. Oh yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to go with The Irishman for film editing. That's my second, but yeah, okay. Uh, Alex? No, the editing, the editing's too editing? tight. It's too tight for Ford vs. Ferrari. No contest. Let, uh, me just, let me find it on my list here. Uh, I'm going to go with Parasite. Editing. I'm just looking through this. Oh, sorry, Which one uh, of these uh, is the worst? Uh, Alex, what, what, do you, what do you think, though, before, while Brad's looking? Uh, I definitely think Parasite. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's so seamless. Well, definitely, the thing for Parasite is that one montage with the peaches. Like, that's one of my favorite bits of editing this year. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, but then uh, no, Bradley... Someone, that movie is so sharp. Quick... Oh, sorry to interrupt everyone. Oh, it's but... okay. I just, I don't feel like it wasted a frame. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I agree. No, you're convincing me, man. <laughs> last year, didn't the worst film editing 
film win. They gotta make up for it. <laughs> yeah, they're so ashamed that they have to find <laughs> they have to actually redeem the category. Now. What happened last year? What did, uh, to be fair, the editing nominees last year were all kind of weak too. Like, I mean, of those nominated films last year, it's like what Green Book was his other competition. Oh, really? I would take Green Book over it. Yeah, I thought I, Black Klansman was up for it, and I thought that movie moved very well. Oh, yeah, yeah I agree right. with that. Yeah, I'm right. I'm gonna go with The Irishman. Probably the only thing that wins. Okay. Woo! Fair enough. Damn. Um. All right then. For costume design, uh, and you know, I'm gonna throw in production design uh, to speed things along too. So, uh, for costume, I'm gonna go with Little Women actually, because more often than not, the Oscars like awarding period pieces, and the costume work in Little Women is really good. Uh, but then production design, I'm actually going to give this one to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I mean, it's really, really good set work they did for that movie. Uh, Me? Uh, oops, sorry. I'm going to go with Jojo Rabbit for costume design just because of uh, Sam Rockwell's outfit. Oh, the one at the very end? <laughs> also, yes. I uh, I don't know. I heard a whole thing on the costume design in Little Women and slowly got turned off by it because they they were talking about how they wanted to make certain aspects of it uh, seem like it, it was made in this modern era, but certain aspects look like it was made in another era, and it's, they mixed a lot of different things to make it look timeless. I'm like, no, you, you can't have it both ways of a period piece. I mean, to be fair, The Favorite did yeah, the same can. thing. Yeah, The Favorite did that. The, the Knight's Tale did that, oh, too. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm just getting... Uh, Love a Knight's Tale. Getting awful. I think yeah. uh, for production design, definitely Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, actually. All right. Uh, Bradley. Uh, just that fucking, oh. sorry, that poster. All the all the Rick Dalton posters. <laughs> well, I, I think it's 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 pretty shameful that you, you're selling out little women like that. I also, <laughs> I also vote Once Upon a Time in Hollywood um, because I think Timothee Chalamet looked fucking ridiculous in his oversized suit in Little Women, but... <laughs> yeah, Brad Pitt. Can I just say, uh, just to clarify in that sentence, I do not sell Little Women. I was gonna say that too. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! What's what's uh, also so production design? Right? Too much. No, they're actual size. Yeah. Okay. God damn it! All right. All right. Can we move um, on? Please? And then let's see, Alex. Yes, uh, I will definitely give costume design to Little Women. I thought it was spectacular. All right. And for production design. I'm torn between Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Parasite. Both good uh, choices. But I imagine it'll go to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. All right, and then Doggett. Well, it deserves to go to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I was transported to the 1970s. Wait, is it 70s or 60s? <laughs> I was transported to whatever it's time up it to was you, supposed man. to be. <laughs> whatever, whatever year the title card said. <laughs> Wherever it takes you, man, that's where it is. All I know is I felt like I was there. I felt like I was in that car. Like as much as like I felt like I was in that in those uh, those cars with Christian Bale, I felt like I was cruising down the road with Brad Pitt, and that was a badass feeling. For every oh, two, yeah. for all two and a half hours of it. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I agree. His dog. I, I agree. Told totally. it was. It, it oh. was late sixties. It was sixty nine. That's when Tate got murdered. See, think, that's yeah. understandable. My mistake. Yeah, because it was turn, yeah. it was turn of the decade there. Yeah, so also the moon landing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then, okay, is there any doubt that uh, Roger Deakins is going to win for nineteen seventeen for cinematography? Uh, I think mm. the lighthouse might win. I would like it to win, but I also worship Roger Deakins, and I'd be okay with that too. 
Yeah. So what's your pick? Uh, 1917. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> but I want the lighthouse really bad. Yeah, Nathan Doggett Bradley. You guys all agree for 1917? See. Yep. I, um, I guess, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to vote for the movie I haven't seen yet. <laughs> I, to be fair. Oh, you haven't seen 1917 yet? No. Oh, it's so good. Oh, man, you're going to hate rats so much. Uh, I already hate uh, them. I'm poor. Oh, yeah, no, you, you don't understand. Like, you will hate rats after you see what, what happens in 1970. You don't understand. You guys I didn't, didn't want to give it to Lighthouse? I, I mean, Lighthouse was very well shot, but 1917 literally has won every prize in this category, and it's amazing. Like, it's, it's a virtuoso work for its one-shot stuff. Damn. Rats beat lobster. <laughs> yeah. um, but, now, here's something interesting for screenplays this year, I'm actually not sure what's going to win in those categories. Like, even with the WGA and everything else wins, right. it's pretty open for a lot of people, but I'm going to throw my hat in for Jojo Rabbit in this case, for adapted screenplay. Same. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I also Oof. picked Jojo Rabbit. See, this is a painful one for me, because I think Greta Gerwig has adapted the most successful adaption of a book i've read this book a couple times and it was just perfect the way she changed it but kept it all the same in spirit oh boy yeah i'm gonna put down for little women greta gerwig okay uh my, my my heart wants to say two popes but i call this the spike lee award this is the uh we're not gonna give we're not gonna fucking give you best director step off here's <laughs> best screenplay yeah no i to who to too real <laughs> Yeah. Okay. No, no, <laughs> to who are you giving it then? Uh, yeah, who are you giving I, it to? I'm, I'm giving it to uh, what's called Little Women. All right. Yeah. I could have gone to Taika. I wasn't well, sure. Well, the way you said that. it was mean. Yeah, yeah, no, I couldn't tell who you were talking about because <laughs> neither. Oh, this, means it, this means it's not getting Best Picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, I personally would have picked. To the table. I would have picked Here's two your Pops. Writer's Award. I would have picked sorry. two Pops too because that was my favorite of these scripts, personally. But, yeah. Have you guys read Little Women? You just just read Little Women and get back to me on this. It's I'm been a long even, time, I but I've read it. <laughs> I can't remember if I did or didn't. If I did, it was in third grade. I've seen it as a stage play. Oh, nice. And, uh, uh, but then, sorry, Alex. The yeah, what, oh, what's your pick, Alex, for the category? Uh, I'm also going with Little Women. Okay. Although, yeah. I really want JoJo to win. Yeah, Shaq. We really want JoJo to win. <laughs> Take that, Shaq. Oh, boy. Um, now, best original screenplay is also going to be tough. Uh, I, personally, am going to vote for Parasite, but I know Lexi, on her ballot here, put Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So, it's going to be a tough call. Because, I mean, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is not my favorite script of these, but that's the one that's been winning a bunch of these categories, too. So, I refer to this as the Quinta Tarantino Award, as in... You're not getting this fucking uh, best picture nominate. Stop it! So I'm gonna give it the knives out. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, um, Bradley. I don't even think this is a top five for Quentin Tarantino, but that's not as salted as it sounds. I mean, he writes so many good things. So I'm gonna go with Parasite, Bong Joon Ho, and Han Jin Wan for the win. All right, uh, Alex. Uh, I'm going with Knives Out. All righty, and then Nathan. I'm going with Parasite. Oh, cool. it's nice that was not. A, I like it when there's not a consensus because uh, the next few categories are pretty much going to be unanimous uh, from the stuff I know. But uh, okay, let's start with Best Supporting Actress. I think it's going to be Laura Dern. 
Because she's won every single one. Hmm. Has Scarlett Johansson won anything yet? No. As part, I, I say Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Uh, Bradley. Well, Scarlett Johansson is pretty awesome in this. But also, Laura Dern has won everything. And every time she wins, I'm like, oh, Laura Dern, yay, she won for Little Women, yay. <laughs> so I'm going with her as well. Okay. Uh, Alex? Uh, Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> since, she, since she's not there, which uh, is a travesty. It hurts too much. Uh, best Supporting there. Actress, not Best Bowl Halftime Show. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, Por que no los dos? <laughs> <laughs> Yo también. Uh, Florence Pugh had an incredible year, and I really hope that she gets this okay. so badly. Awesome. Uh, so that's your pick, Florence Pugh? Uh, but I think Scarlett Johansson's going to win. <laughs> God damn it, Alex. <laughs> Sorry. There are Keep things a... that I want, and there are things that are going to happen. More twists than come Rarely the same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then Nathan. I'm going to go with Scarlett Johansson. I think with this movie, she sort of like solidified herself as being the Charlie's Theron of our generation. More. Are you suggesting she's not going to age for the next 30 years? Oh, yeah. Oh, def- <laughs> well, that was that was going to happen even if Her she was Her face wasn't. is just going to get sharper. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, God, I love Charlie's Theron. Uh, I wish this Oscar went win. to J-Lo. Uh, I also wouldn't mind if it went to Florence Pugh. I thought Laura Dern was good in Marriage Story, but I didn't think she was nearly as special as Scarlett Johansson and Jojo Rabbit. No, nah, fair enough. I mean, yeah, Scarlett Johansson owned the scene in Jojo, to be fair. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, best Supporting Actor, I mean, this is a strong category of contenders. Like, I mean, I'm even surprised Anthony Hopkins made it on here because he was really, really good. I didn't think people watched Two Popes. But it's going to be Brad Pitt. Like, again, he has won every single prize up to this point. Ooh, it's not. It should not be Joe Pesci. It shouldn't be Al Pacino. So I want to say, yeah, Brad Pitt. I, I want to say Anthony Hopkins, but hmm, I don't know. All right, uh, Bradley. Well, I think it's interesting. Uh, Brad Pitt probably should have two or three Oscars by now. So I would say this is just a legacy handout. But what an outstanding coincidence for him that his legacy win will be for a freaking fantastic performance. Right. You know? so oh, yeah. Going with Brad Pitt as well. Like, he deserves I, this I more think... than Leonardo DiCaprio deserved his for Revenants. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I think this is like when people refer to Training Day as a legacy pick because he didn't win it for Malcolm X with uh, right. Denzel. Is this I... the Denzel Washington Award? <laughs> I, sure. I think Brad Pitt definitely is going to win this. As much as I love Al Pacino and Joe Pesci and the Irishman, and actually, I, I've only seen the two popes out of uh, the other ones that are nominated. I have not seen A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I wish, uh, oh my gosh, what is his name? Willem Dafoe. Finish yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It was I nominated. But even then, I still think I'd give it to Brad. Yeah. I, I hope he wins this. Yeah. No, I would have picked uh, Willem Dafoe over Tom Hanks, but Tom Hanks was good in that movie. So, yeah. Uh, was but then, great. But then Alex. Brad motherfucking Pitt. <laughs> All the way. Game recognizes game. I, I, I thought you were saying gay recognizes gay. <laughs> and he is Brad gay for Pitt. Brad Pitt. <laughs> I am more than gay for Brad Pitt. We went to Brad a Pitt fire. For sure. 
Me and Alex went to a five movie Brad Pitt marathon. We better be gay for. We Brad didn't even Pitt. know what movies they were gonna be. And then you had the most earth shattering nudes in the world. So yeah. I gotta, I gotta ask, uh, which films did they show at that? Okay, I'm gonna run Interview down. Interview with Vampire. So they started with Moneyball. Oh, love. Then they start. Then they uh, moved on to a 35 millimeter print. Well, uh, Moneyball was 35 millimeter print, but they went to a 35 millimeter print of the movie he should have won Best Supporting Actor for, Twelve Monkeys. Oh, yes. Then they agreed. chased it down with a little bit of Spy Game, which mm, very was a movie I yeah I never thought Amen. I would see that on a theater ever. And then they did Killing Them Softly, which I had never seen before. That movie is very interesting. It's a bit and boring, then, but yeah. They chased it down with a pristine, only watched once before, 35mm print of seven. Oh. Yeah. Wow, that's so, a greatest yeah. hits for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we didn't even see my favorite Brad Pitt movies. But it was worth it. Uh, you, oh, no, Mr. and Mrs. Smith? <laughs> 12 Monkeys. No, dude. We didn't watch Ocean's 12. We didn't watch Snatch. Oh. Wait, Ocean's 12, not 11 or 13? Alex is the Ocean's 12 guy. Ah, okay. Uh, I frequently watch 12. Just as is. Okay. Well then, uh, best actress. Um, yeah, it's going to be Renee Zellweger, because again, she has won everything. <laughs> hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a reluctant go to Renee Zellweger for me. I, I really wanted uh, Lupita Nyong'o to be nominated for this. Yeah. Always Same. vote on Same here. Always bet on red. Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Is that your pick, Scarlett Johansson? Is she yeah. a Native American now? No. <laughs> oh, <you>. No! <laughs> oh. Come on. Did I miss something in the news? What What's happened? Yeah, Elizabeth Warren won the caucus. You didn't hear that Scarlett Johansson was... <laughs> Cast as Pocahontas in the remake by Disney. <laughs> yeah. nah, After the I success of Ghost in the Shell, they decided to cast her. Yeah, she, she was... wasn't in the movie, but she was the CG body devil for Mulan. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so I definitely think that Renee Zellweger is gonna win. Okay. <laughs> yeah, back to back to business, but yeah. Because I... I'm betting on those red shoes. Always bet on Botox. <laughs> oh rude. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. And then Bradley. <laughs> yeah, she has won everything else, and I haven't seen Judy. The only person who I know that has seen Judy said she was amazing, but the film wasn't good, so we left. Oh, yeah, London. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's weird. Um, so how was your kid's show? It was good, but I left halfway through. <laughs> any other categories. Sucks. What happened to Renee Zellweger? How she kind of disappeared, and we all assumed, oh, I guess she doesn't want to act anymore. Clearly she does. So something's going on behind the scenes where people are just being assholes, I guess. I don't know. Maybe she and wants some free time. She's definitely an amazing actress. So I think this is probably deserved, but I just haven't seen the performance. Yeah. No, the only other person I know who saw it was Chris, and he actually really liked the performance and the movie, too. So fair. All right. Great. Yeah. Not fair enough. Uh, best actor, I'm going to say it again, Joaquin Phoenix, because he's won everything. So... <laughs> <laughs> I want Adam Driver to win for Marriage speech. Story so badly. I really want him to win for Marriage Story. And, uh, no, it's got to go to Joaquin. And and I, are we, along with our bets, are we uh, betting that he's going to say something fucking crazy during No, here's his... the thing, here's the thing. I don't know what's, what's going no, on, you guys. I don't think it was crazy. The, the I don't think are... it was it's gonna crazy. It's going to be poignant. 
And it's I don't think it was feathers. crazy. He's going to say something very, like, rough, though. Well, here's the thing. Like, okay, so his Golden Globe speech was pretty crazy. His Screen Actors Guild speech, fine. Nothing too crazy. His BAFTA ones, very pointed. So it's a luck of the draw where he's going to be either normal or crazy for the next speech. So... You don't think the Oscars should play it safe, give it to somebody else? Yeah, like Antonio Banderas. <laughs> like, it's a, it would catch heat either way. You're going to get mad at people who what are going to get Leo mad at speech, wins? and you're going to get mad at what if other Leo people wins? who don't like Joker are going to get mad at for winning. Yeah. It's like a no-win scenario to have a win, so I'm going to go Adam Driver because, one, he's the best performance in, in Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Two... What's it called? He's amazing in this movie. And just in and three, just in general, people <laughs> are called? liking Adam Driver more and more every year. He's a very down to earth dude. Adam Driver's he he deserves it for this, but I think he needs to like pop a blood vessel in his eye while he acts for the Academy to finally just be like, Oh wow, he does deserve this. Like Leonardo his, DiCaprio he, had to be a revenant. Yeah, he literally <laughs> had to eat bison liver to get that. Man, you know you know the Leonardo DiCaprio probably fucked one of the judges' wives or something. <laughs> Oh that was goodness. 15 years. It took him 20 years to get the Oscar. Did you that? say that? <laughs> I mean, I, I love me some Matthew McConaughey, but Leo should have had it that year. No, I, I was the Matthew McConaughey voter on that one. He was much better. <laughs> well, I just think Dallas he was Byers better in other movies. Movie, what? You guys <laughs> like that movie? Me and, me and Bradley are in the same boat on this. I don't I think have... it's a horrible movie, but I don't think it's anything special oh. i haven't had a chance to watch it but, uh, dallas buyers yeah. club is about one of the sexiest guys alive yelling i'm not gay at people for an hour and 45 that minutes. was that it's character that was that char- the character was gay. That, that was the character that gus In fan saying envisioned gay, no he was no, no you didn't see the movie did you dog it I'm saying I'm just saying it in real life. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, well, again, I have I have weird biases about historical fiction, so that's my problem, my own personal bias. Oh. I apologize. Well, at least you admit to your faults, Bradley. All right, yeah. all right. I think Joaquin Phoenix is going to win if he doesn't because of that speech he gave. Wouldn't it be hilarious if Adam Driver got up there and was like. Uh, I'd like to thank the Academy, the racist pigs at the Academy. You're all racist. I can't He's walking stand up it. there, and Joaquin Phoenix gives him a note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, read this. Read this. <laughs> it says, Rooney, will you marry me? Yeah. Uh, but, but then, uh, yeah, uh, Alex, uh, who do you pick? Yeah. Uh, I think Joaquin Phoenix is definitely going to win. I can't wait to hear what he has to say. But Adam Driver and Antonio Banderas. Gave incredible performances this year. And Bradley, do you agree that historical fiction is kind of an oxymoron? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that's how it's, that's the only way to describe it. Because a lot of how memory works, it's about how you felt in that moment. Not about what actually happened. And that's why it's so hard to interpret. And that's why I do like films that try. But uh, Ron Woodrow wasn't Matthew McConaughey at his sexiest peak. He was a dying man desperate to save himself and others. I mean, Matthew, And I don't think the film gave that performance from him at all. I mean, Matthew McConaughey no, was Matthew not McConaughey at his sexiest. He wasn't he at his sexiest it. in that movie. Sorry, so. oh, sorry, I was just saying. He, Matthew McConaughey was not Matthew McConaughey in that movie. He was not at his sexiest in that film. Yeah, he was I was going to say, maybe, he destroyed you know, maybe, his body for that role. His body never he, fully he recovered. He looked pretty good. He looked I, good. I gotta say, uh, two points. Uh, first one, Bradley, we need to drop acid together. Uh, <laughs> second Damn one, uh, 
I would actually be happy with anybody winning out of the actor in a leading role. I think this is a really solid lineup. They were all great. Yeah. I, I am so happy that Jonathan Price made it after because we were you know Nathan you both and I were doubting we're like ah oh, he's probably not gonna get in kind of thing yeah we we were talking about him heavily because I mean as much as Anthony Hopkins is very good in the two popes uh, <laughs> Jonathan Price is just fucking incredible in that movie just to get nominated is a major win for Netflix he didn't give Idris Elba shit <laughs> I, I personally don't think Idris Elba deserved it, personally. So. Oh, no, he was so good in Births of a Nation. But he was not better than the other no, people nominated. Beasts of No Nation. Beasts of No Nation, Birth of a Nation. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There are two, there are two Birth of a Nation, so. The worst heard. part is I was and thinking about the one that came out in 2016, not the original racist film. Can we edit that? No. Keep it in. <laughs> Keep it in. Keep That one's staying in. Um, Doing it live. But... Uh, for best director, okay, so I, I think it's gonna be Sam Mendes because he has won everything. But I would prefer Bong Joon Ho to win just because I loved Parasite. So I think if Bong Joon Ho wins, I think it means he's not going to win for best picture. True, that's very true. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with Sam Mendes. Okay, uh, Alex. I'm also torn between Bong Joon-ho and Sam Mendes, but I could easily see them giving it as a legacy award to Scorsese or Tarantino. Ooh, that'd be but a huge upset. Yeah. That would be very upsetting. I don't and think it'd be a be bad... I, I think all of these people are deserving. Um, yeah. Even Todd Phillips, after everyone's been praising him a lot, and they've been giving better reasons than, you know, the typical, so brilliant, like an angel came from Earth and dropped his wings off in the coat room and decided to direct a movie. Anthony yeah. Hopkins, is that you? Uh, <laughs> I'm go with Sam Mendes. Anyways, yeah, no, actually, you picking, Alex? The, the stuff uh, I, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Sam Mendes, he orchestrated something that was really incredible and the fact that he pulled it off was insane oh yeah no but also to say for Todd Phillips I mean the stuff I've heard about his directing style makes me appreciate the fact that Joker worked as well as it did you know a lot more because the fact that he didn't do any marks for that movie like it was almost all improvised staging for the way that they did that so yeah yeah and you also gotta hand it to him he made one kind of asshole petty comment three months ago but only one, and he hasn't really made another one since. So I'm sure DC wrangled him. <laughs> yeah, that's far from impeachable. He was only an asshole once. <laughs> I mean, by Hollywood rules, that's pretty good. <laughs> right? Right? I'm going to Sam Mendes, too, though. Yeah, then dog it. I refer to this as the Christopher Nolan Award. We're not giving you Best Picture, but here you go. Bong Joon-ho. Okay, well... Cool. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> and finally, last but not least, best picture. And you know what? I think Parasite might squeeze it in. Because, honestly, you know, the Screen Actors Guild kind of piqued interest in me. Where I'm like, oh, maybe 1917 isn't unbeatable in this case, you know? I'm going to go insane right now. Okay? Oh. You guys ready? Okay. As much as I think Parasite is deserving... As much as I like Jojo Rabbit, I'm going to go with the same rationale that they had last year with Green Book and give it to Ford v. Ferrari. Yeah, because it's about driving. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I love for you, for you Ferrari, but wow. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, would you be shocked? Would you be absolutely shocked if they said, and the Oscar goes to Ford v. Ferrari, and then everybody's just like, uh, Parasite should have won, and then we all just forget about it tomorrow. Ah, uh, but see, because at least Green Book, when that happened last year, I wasn't surprised because it won the Producers Guild Prize, so. Okay, okay, maybe I'll, maybe I'll change, wait, do we have money bet on this? We should. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not on mics. Yeah, we'll all bet 1917. Yeah, and to be fair, uh, although that also means 1917 won best the, the Producers Guild this year, so, hmm. <laughs> that could both okay. be. Well, my second choice was 1917, so I'll make that my first choice. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, 1917. Best directing. For, for best picture and best directing, and then everybody's going to be like, ooh, Sam Mendes, and then he's going to make another shitty Bond movie. Oh, best picture is 1917. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go more with that. But, um, but then uh, Al- uh, Alex. Uh, I think 1917 is probably going to win Best Picture, um, <clears throat> mostly because I think that they're going to consider giving Parasite Best Foreign Film uh, its nod and handout, even though they should give it Best Picture. Yeah, I mean... In 1917, they'll be like, who can argue with that? <laughs> um, well, then... What do, you, what do you hate? Troops? You hate the soldiers? The sacrifice? You... Yeah. Ah, they're a bunch of limey Brits. Who cares? No. <laughs> I don't. I don't think a lot of the audiences understood that, though. <laughs> no, they spoke such good English. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Bradley. Last but not least. Well, I'm going with 1917 too, just because it's a pretty safe pick. I think it's picked up a lot of the best film awards and. It was pretty memorable. I didn't. It didn't blow me away when I left the theater, but there are still scenes I remember. I think Cumberbatch was absolutely fantastic in his short performance. Oh yeah, Andrew. Uh, probably Scott. the best he's done in a cameo film since uh, Twelve Years a Slave, which I also felt Cumberbatch got dreadfully snubbed for. Um, so yeah, 1917 for me too. I, I hate to make this joke again, but <laughs> I was constantly wondering what the worst movie to show at the pits would be, and what if they showed Twelve Years a Slave for it? What? The the sorry the Brad Pitt marathon. Oh, oh. <laughs> the Brad Pitt marathon where he shows up for what three to four minutes of screen time in that movie <laughs> as the white savior. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he was, and he was the producer of the movie too. So there you go. According to Germany, he was the he was the leading star. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Now his character his character did reflect the uh, state of mind of a lot of people back then. They saw that it was wrong, but as Brad Pitt points out, I'm afraid, and that's why they didn't do anything. So it wasn't. A hundred percent a white savior role, even though yeah, it kind of yeah, was. He, he had to have, t- oh, he had to have at least the savior. The savior thing is, hey, could you deliver this letter? Yeah, he had to think on it for a little bit before he could do it. You know, <laughs> well. I don't know. Do I want to do this thing that's on the way? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, that's it. So we actually, it's a weird mixture of things that are very obviously going to win, and then a couple of categories where it's like it's literally anybody's game. So damn, we did that faster than most reviews. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Let's talk about Bojack now. 
Yeah, this is only like 10 minutes longer than the BoJack review, honestly. Um, but yeah, so hey, Oscar night is coming on Sunday. So you'll definitely hear us react to the winners. And then, I mean, that'll be most of what we talk about for until probably the anime nomina- nominations, you know? So. Yeah, Nathan, write down who everybody picks so we can bet money on this. Can we please do that? Yeah, can we all bet $19.17 on the Best Picture winner? I, I, do, I don't gamble, so. You guys, uh-huh. you guys seriously weren't writing man. down your picks just now? Were you? Yeah. Oh. You're all trifling. <laughs> all trifling. Bradley, I didn't have a stone. Bradley. You didn't write down your classmate's work, you bastard? Bradley, I know Canadian dollars, $19.17 is probably equivalent to like two U.S. dollars, but... <laughs> I was about to offer to sell you some maple syrup. You guys are swimming with that shit up there. I actually carry it's about two Canadian three... dollars is nineteen seventeen in American. Yeah, I carry three American dollars in my wallet, so I'm the richest guy in town. If you can, se- if you can send me some poutine Don't along the know. way too, I might make a bet with you. Well, the coke like that surrounds that dollar bill like is worth more than the actual dollar. You know what? I'll I'll make the bet for for you, Justin. I'll throw down another nineteen seventeen for you, and if there are any winnings, I'll just laugh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? Are, are we doing this bad or what? I'm let's not. Jack. Let's not talk about gambling too much on this podcast here. Let's just say, yeah. Let's hey, thank you for the uncut gems and good shit. Yeah. Let's just say, hey, thank you everybody for listening, and tune in uh, in a matter of days, and we'll tell you how we feel about the winners when they come out. Because I know last year we had quite a bit of <laughs> quite the reactions to who actually won so we'll see if it's as vitriolic as that or not in this case so tune in next time listeners we'll find out if doggett won nathan's bike <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs>